All right, listen, I just drove past a wall, brick wall, and on the side of the wall was in chalk written with liberty and no masks for all. And no masks was in big writing underlined. Now, I get it that, welcome to the drive home with Timothy. My name is Dustin. Thanks for being here. I get it that masks are inconvenient. I get it that about half the country thinks that masks are completely useless. The other half of the country thinks that masks are going to save our lives. I know this is a political statement. It's weird that we have now politicized the wearing of medical masks. Like now we're going to be upset with surgeons now because they're wearing masks. Some people claim that the masks actually make you sicker because it holds the bacteria and then you breathe it in again. Um, if that were the case, then surgeons would probably be dead a lot because of the long surgeries they're doing and they're wearing masks for like a, an entire day while they're operating. I'm not saying that masks are going to save your life. Nobody still knows what COVID actually is or how to prevent it or if it's going to kill us or or... Maybe it'll make us better. Maybe it's like a Spider-Man thing. You get bit by the radioactive COVID spider. By the end of the year, everybody's going to be able to fly. We're going to be wearing like spandex suits. Um, you're going to be hanging upside down, kissing girls in the street. It's going to be amazing. But but the the big thing is if the government steps in and tells you you have to wear a mask, and they are in certain situations and now in certain schools and stuff, they're they're doing that. It's an inconvenience but it's not the reason your liberty is being taken away. Keep your eye on the prize. Where is it that you cannot avoid the government? You can drive about as fast as you want as long as a cop doesn't catch you or you don't wrap your car around a tree. You can do whatever drugs you want in the privacy of your own home as long as you don't get caught. You can even go places and not wear a mask as long as nobody rats you out. As long as there's not a Karen in your immediate vicinity. What you cannot escape from the government and what is getting worse and worse and worse is the government's effect on your income statement. Look at your next check. The next time you get paid, look at your, your check stub. How much money are you giving the government? And then recognize that that's not even all of the burden. Because you got you've got state income tax, you got federal income tax, you got payroll tax, you got FICA, whatever the hell FICA is, and then on top of that, anytime you buy anything, anything, there's a sales tax on it. Uh, if you buy gasoline, there's an extra tax on gasoline. If you go on a cruise, if you go on an airplane, if you buy certain types of things, there are extra taxes on certain types of things to the point where some people, according to studies, are paying up to 50% of their income in taxes. 50 all right. If we're going to be writing chalk messages on walls telling people to wake up and fight for their liberty, let's start with FICA. Right? Let's get payroll tax off of it. Let's you know, before 19 whatever, 13 I think it was, there was no federal income tax at all and we seem to be doing just fine. Since then, it just keeps skyrocketing. And and we're cool with it because we got elections where all these people stand up there and they promise things and we all wave our flags and we're like, woo, do all that stuff you said you was going to do. And we nobody asks, how are you going to pay for that, man? You going to pay for it yourself 
or are you going to give me more taxes to pay for it? So we're going to pay more and more and more, and eventually we'll be paying most of it. I know that's what the anti-socialists are afraid of. Well, pretty soon they're just going to take all our money and they're going to redistribute it. Guess what, dude? They're already doing it. They've been doing it. And if you're a Republican because you don't like socialism, guess what? Republicans are also socialists now. They didn't used to be. But, I mean, you want to spend more on military spending than the next, like, 20 countries combined? And that, that's, that's socialism. Ironic, right? Military is out there fighting for freedom through socialism. Anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about today. I want to talk about Hamilton. My wife and I watched... Hamilton the musical on Disney Plus last weekend. Maybe you did too. It just hit Disney Plus. And there's a lot of hype about it. And I love Hamilton. I love I love the musical Hamilton. Alexander Hamilton, I don't like because he was kind of into big government. Well, he was really into big government. Um but the the musical I like and I like musicals in general. And if you know me personally, and over the last three years, I haven't at some point talked to you about Hamilton the musical, then you don't actually know me. That's I love this, this musical. I went to Broadway to see it, paid way more money than I should have. My wife went and saw it, paid way more money than she should have, and we both really enjoyed it. Um, here's my problem with it. It shouldn't be on Disney. Disney should have nothing to do with this story. Nothing. If you know how Hamilton was created, Lin-Manuel Miranda, who is deity to me, we have a little shrine at the house, and we say our little prayers in the morning, um, Manuel resuscitations. Recitations? Resuscitations when somebody is dead, and then you bring him back. Um, The Manuel suscitations, we call them. And uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, he read a book about Alexander Hamilton. He himself was a musical guy. He had been in musicals before. I think he had written, I think if he didn't write In the Heights, he at least starred in it. And it's kind of a hip hop vibe. So he likes hip-hop and he likes musicals. And then he reads about Alexander Hamilton and he was like, holy crap, this dude embodies hip-hop. His life is hip-hop. Right, he started from nothing. He lost his both of his parents. He became an orphan when he was very young. He barely survived a hurricane on some island somewhere and managed to get himself from that island to New York, to the biggest city culturally at the time, during the revolution, became instrumental in the revolution, worked his way up and became one of the most influential people in the early days of the United States. And he did all of it through his words. And his words also pissed off a lot of people, including some of his best... I mean, he was George, George Washington's guy, and he pissed George Washington off all the time. Eventually, it cost him his life. What's more hip-hop than a dude who just shows up, says it like it is, doesn't give a crap what you think about it, and then moves on and does it again and eventually gets shot and killed because of it. His family becomes destroyed by other stuff. I'm not going to give anything away for anybody who hasn't seen it. Where have you been hiding for the last four years if you don't know the story of Hamilton? But this is a dude who doesn't give a crap about what you think and is completely uncensored in his personal and public life. Tell me why that gets on Disney. Why does... (laughs) 
How does I mean Disney? You're supposed to do Pocahontas and Cinderella. You're not supposed to do Tupac, right? And this dude was Tupac before Tupac was Tupac. And it's not just that they bleeped out the f words. And then I mean the most powerful line in that story has an f word right smack dab in the middle of it, and it hurt my tiny little heart when I was watching. And then and it was they didn't even bleep. They didn't even have the the audacity to bleep it. They just like silenced it. <sighs> um, but it just shouldn't be on that platform. And I don't know if Lin-Manuel Miranda was instrumental in making the decision to put it on Disney, but I know they paid $75 million for it. And if they showed up to him and they were like, hey man, $75 million and we're going to put this thing on the on this platform where everybody can see it, I'm not going to fault him. Like $75 million... I would kill all of you for less than half of that. $75 million is a lot of money. I'm saying, though, Disney has to be stopped. They're taking over everything now. They ruined Star Wars, right? They took... So original Star Wars was good, and then the Jar Jar Binks ones came along, and everybody was like, that sucked. And then they took it from there and made it even worse through... It's all the same story now. You watch any Star Wars movie that was created in the last 10 years or whenever Disney took them over, it's the same as the Hulk story and the Wolverine story and all the, everything that Disney does, it's all the same story now. They just mix and match the characters. And sometimes they bring them all together for like an Avengers, Star Wars, Simpsons. I don't think they own the Simpsons. Maybe they do. Um, they're taking over everything. So in 10 years, mark my words... Today is July something. What is it? The 9th? The 10th? July 10th, 2020. By July 10th, 2030, there will be three companies left in the world. There will be Disney, Amazon, and Apple. One of those is going to gobble up Walmart, and whoever eats Walmart wins. I think it's going to be Amazon. Amazon, so imagine the world 10 years from now where everything you do is controlled by these three companies. You've got a, a refrigerator in your kitchen, a smart refrigerator built by Apple. That refrigerator watches what you eat, learns your habits, judges you silently for all the stuff you eat, and it knows that you're running out of eggs. So your Apple refrigerator calls Amazon and is like, hey, dude, this man's out of eggs. I know you bought Walmart. You got a bunch of eggs over there. Uh, or This guy's going to be out of eggs in two days. We need some eggs. Right, because it's smart, so it can anticipate. It knows things even before you know things. And so now Amazon just sends you some eggs. The eggs just show up at the door. You put them in the smart refrigerator, and the smart refrigerator is like, yeah, that's right. You do what I say. I order stuff, and you put it in here, right? Um, meanwhile, we got... <coughs> Excuse me. Sometimes I got to take a drink of water in the middle of these. Um, so we got who Amazon, Apple, and who was the other one? I don't even remember now. <laughs> but the basically these companies are all coming together and working against oh Disney. That's what we're the whole thing we're talking about. And Disney, Disney is responsible for all of your entertainment now, right? It's not just the movies. It's not just the the princesses anymore. It's not even just Marvel and Star Wars. They got ESPN. They got ABC. That's how you're getting your news. They're controlling the information that comes into your house. They're the reason that you bought the Apple 
smart refrigerator in the first place. They told you to do it, and you did it, right? And now they got these little holograms of uh, Princess Jasmine that take the eggs out and cook them for you, scramble them, and take them over to the sofa, right? This uh, this whole future is going to be built by these three companies. And heaven help us when these three companies come together to become one. At that point, um, choose your tributes. The Hunger Games is already here. So I know you think that's an overreaction to Hamilton showing up on... Disney Plus, and I liked it. They did a great job uh, cinematically with Hamilton. They did a great job. Um, but this is a sign that we're on the wrong track. Ted Kaczynski was right. Not about bombing people, but about the the technological revolution or the industrial revolution. I read his manifesto. It was like 60 pages. Um, and honestly, it made a lot of sense. You know, Up until the violent parts, um, I, I think he was on to something. Anyway, so we covered uh, we covered Hamilton, we covered the masks, and I think that's probably all we have time for today. So everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you next time.